Blog Talk Radio. Well, that's the opening music by the group Anonymous and available for free on the internet. <laughs> this is, uh, hey, uh, that's the first time I've laughed in a while, so I'm cracking myself up at my own joke. This is Michael, and my lovely co-host is here, Robin. How are you today? I am good. It's uh, it's a, it's uh, always fun to do a sort of off-kilter um off the regular schedule show, so it's yeah, good. yeah, and and we haven't, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about that when I when I texted you yesterday to see if you wanted to do a show. We had guests booked uh, first, you know, two shows a week ago, and a, 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 another show the week before coming. At, I think I think on the same day of the the insurrection, and so we had this mm-hmm. big start all lined up for drive through coming in 2021. And I have to be honest that an insurrection, an impeachment, a new administration in the White House that seems to be doing some things I like and then just work in life in general made me go, I don't have any time to do a podcast right now <laughs> or book any guests. So we kind of hit the rails and then ran right into a wall, at least as far as it feels like to me. So I'm glad yeah. that we're able to get together and take a half an hour today and chat with each other. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a, just kind of a show, an impromptu show. And we're going to talk a little bit about cancel culture and some other stuff. So, um, I guess I'll I'll start out with my story, Robin, related to cancel culture. Um, and it, I don't know if it Perfect. really is because I don't really know how to define cancel cancel culture. There's a I think there's a lot of elements to it. But this is so anyway. I uh, as you know, I do work in labor relations, and and uh, one of the couple of things that Joe Biden has done in his first week, um, week and a half in in office is he fired Peter Robb, who is the, uh, a very business friendly Republican leaning. General Counsel for the National Labor Relations Board. He fired her, mm-hmm. promoted his, her assistant, who also is very much a, a joined at the hip with him. They've worked together for a long time. Her name was Alice Stock, and they fired her the next day. So they promoted her to get her out of there. And then they just yesterday named a, a new acting GC, which is a guy named Peter Orr. They also uh, demoted John Ring, who is a Republican uh, board member and had been the board chair. And they promoted Lauren McFerrin, who's the only Democrat and the only woman that sits on the National Labor Relations Board. And so, of course, I'm, you know, as I do a lot, I tweeted out all these various bits of information and activity mm-hmm. that were going on because they're coming fa- flying fast and furious, you know. And I tweeted out the one on McFerrin, uh, and it, it and, and I actually tweeted it from the, the press release that, that the NLRB mm-hmm. put out. I just clipped the first sentence from the press release. And, I, and about, I don't know, 20 minutes after I put it up, I get this kind of snarky comment back that goes, Chair Man, are you woke much? And and I'm like, huh? What the? You know, kind of like WTF? And I go, I went and looked because I say board chair as you, typically is what I say. I use a yeah. gender, gender neutral term conversationally when referring to them. Um, but I went back and looked, and I was like, no, I I use the the agency's words, right? So they're the ones that were putting the words in my mouth in this case. And I don't know if that's like I don't know if chairman is a generic for male and female anymore, but I got, I sort of got canceled mm. for not being woken up because I used that word mm-hmm. and it made me kind of think like, what, what is the right word? Do you say chairwoman? Do you say chairperson? Do you say chair? Mm-hmm. Do you, 
you know, in, in some sci-fi movies lately where there's like a military hierarchy, I've noticed where they call uh, male or female officers, they respond, yes, sir. You know, traditional form. And yep. I, I, don't, I don't know yep. if that's right or wrong, but it, I, it, I hadn't really thought about it until that little encounter on Twitter. So I feel like I got canceled, you know, without <laughs> pause in a minor way by somebody. I couldn't even tell you who it was because I didn't recognize them then and I don't remember who they are now. But it did make me stop and think for a minute. Right. So that's a little, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, just and, and I don't know. So. I, I guess you said you had a kind of, I don't know if it's a similar story, but you said you also had a story you wanted to share and then maybe yeah, kind of talk about this of, stuff for a little bit. Sort of similar and interestingly enough, also on, also on Twitter, which, um, you know, I still, you know, I think both of us are still on there fairly often, not as much as we mm-hmm. were back in the heyday, but, but fairly often. And, um, you know, I like to go and pop into conversations and whatnot. And, um, Earlier, earlier this week, end of next last week, I can't even remember when it was. Um, I think it was end of last week. Uh, so there's a Twitter chat that that that's uh, primarily folks in the UK. It's on like Thursday afternoons our time, and uh, I kind of popped into the conversation at one point, and they were talking about. Uh, using different medium in training, you know, and what works when you're trying to send a message, you know, hey, who uses videos or cartoons or memes or whatever, you know, what, what, how have you jazzed up any kind of, you know, meetings or presentations? And so one of the, one of the folks in the chat said, oh yeah, you know, I love to use Dilbert. And, you know, then it kind of devolved, you know, dissolved into this, oh, yeah, you know, good old Catbert, the evil HR director and all this kind of stuff. And I popped in and I said, uh, I I don't use Dilbert anymore in anything because of the the kind of quackery that their uh, that the creator, Scott Adams, has has moved into. He's he's mm-hmm. kind of a. You know, pretty fervent. Uh, I don't know that he's totally down the QAnon hole, but he's right on the edges of it, and he's he's been kind of a kind of a jerk online, um, and uh, probably supports uh, all the things that led to the <laughs> insurrection. And uh, I said, yeah, I just uh, you know I kind of refuse to to acknowledge that Dilbert exists in my universe, pretty much, and. Uh, one of the one of the HR guys who's sitting sitting over there in the UK just jumped all over me. Mm-hmm. That how you know that basically I was I was canceling. I don't think he used that term, but basically saying you know oh well you're canceling somebody uh, and it's some something that brings people enjoyment and you know how how many how often are you going to go back and do the gist of the conversation was are you going to go back and do revisionist history, mm-hmm. um, you know over whatever, you know, we have Churchill and Gandhi and, you know, name a, name a historical figure that there's sort of this revisionist view of them. Um, and, and now you're doing it, you know, with a cartoon that brings people joy. My, mm-hmm. my response was, you know, yeah, I, I, I understand the, the new, you know, you're taking all the, he said, you're taking all the nuance out of it. And I said, well, I understand the need for for nuance and examination, and of course we're doing that with historical figures. I said, but I'm perfectly fine with 
my stand right now <laughs> in not using a cartoon from an artist that I disagree with vehemently on, on, on some of the things that he has said or done. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I canceled, uh, I've canceled Dilbert. Yeah, so, and, and that's kind of, I guess, the, the the thought that I was having, because, like, um, I don't know why this came to mind. I, I was talking to my dad earlier today, I think. Uh, at one time, my parents lived in Toledo, Ohio. They actually lived in a city that was called White House, a small city near Toledo. And behind their house, like across a creek in a cornfield, was the local high school. And it was Anthony Wayne High School. And they hmm. they lived, I think, in Wayne County or something like that. And Okay. The the soldier and fighter and indigenous uh, people killer, you know, of, of the of the indigenous tribes that lived in Ohio at the time and massacres and all kinds of stuff. But somebody named a high school after him. I don't know, fifty, eighty, you know, however many decades right. ago, right? And so, and and that there's examples of that. I mean, that that's probably the least significant one that there is, but there are examples of that kind of stuff all over the place. So, mm-hmm. and then we had, we also had um, President Trump just before he got out of office, kind of. And I, I, I have to admit, I didn't fully grasp exactly where they were going with this, but they were. He, he issued an executive order that sort of required the teaching of a I, what I kind of interpreted, and I'm being generous yes. or with these words as a is a sort of a neutral history. Uh, you know, the American history without necessarily without trying to show its sordid past or its, or the opinions of mm-hmm. people, that, you know, and, and, and pulling down our monuments and renaming our airport. It was an issue for him. And then Joe Biden, you know, came back in and canceled that, you know, so there's a cancel mm-hmm. minus a cancel. And like, it, it's just like, you know, so you teach, you know, it's not white supremacy history, but you teach a sanitized version or do you teach the real thing? And how do you know? who's in power and you know at one time like how do you know where this stuff lands because it's it's well, got double edges on every every one of them potentially right i dove, I, I, uh, I dove a bit into and and read a, a bit of that 1776 commission report before mm-hmm. it um disappeared off the, the white house website um and in my it was it was much more than neutral it was propaganda, and I think it was specifically designed to be a counterpoint to the 1619 project mm-hmm. that um, had been launched, you know, a year or two ago. Um, because there were some, it was not neutral. There were some somewhat harmful, um, harmful uh, takes, I guess, in it, and. And historian, there was not a single historian that had actually even worked on the report. So there were mm-hmm. whatever ten, twelve people on the commission, um, not a single historian. So from a sort of a, a, a historical review, you know, here's kind of this this neutral, if you will, true historical record of what happened, or let's make sure we're including this and this and this. Mm-hmm. That certainly did not exist. In, in that so was it um i think it was it was it was a cancel it was put together to cancel what the 69 project had done in the first right. place so now we've canceled the cancel <laughs> and, 
and I, I, you know, and we've had a, a number of people lose their jobs. We talked about that a little bit with Jay Coons. I'll come back yeah. to that in a second. The other thing I've seen is, you know, we're we're busy tearing, you know, tearing down monuments, um, which you know is I'm sure satisfying to large groups of people on one side or the other. Uh, and now I today I saw where somebody called out that Diana Feinstein. Apparently she has a high school or a college building or some edifice somewhere named after her. And she's not symbolic of, you know, whatever somebody didn't like in the paper today. So they want to change, you know, so like all of a sudden it it seems like we're going to embark on this renaming of everything. And, and, you know, and, and I, and, and and like, I'm not necessarily for it or against it in this particular, because it could go either way with all kinds of issues. Right. Um, But like, does that, does that even make sense? I mean, does, isn't that just like kicking the can down the road? The the, the where the, the can having serious in it while we do all this back and forth rebranding that doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's but you know it's the um it's just so heightened now, right? It's the it's mm-hmm. the I got gotcha. you I it, I got gotcha you back. You said this. I got gotcha. you. Nope. I got gotcha you back. Got you more. Uh, it's the what you know. It's the whataboutism. It's the, you know, my outrage is greater than your outrage, and so we just ramp up uh, from either side. You know, uh, outrage over outrage over outrage over outrage, and you 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 throw that in the blender with people just not listening to each other and have you know without uh, without devolving into into uh you know I've got my fingers in my ear and I'm not even going to listen to you type of thing. Um so yeah, it's so whoever's in power, whether that be your your city park commission or the federal government, right, is going to have the power to um change street names or take a statue down or um you know, if it if it's something that can't be agreed upon, it becomes then a power play. Right. And I guess that, you know, that's maybe the part I don't get because so you take it down and a group cheers that it's a win, you know, pick, pick a statue, pull it down. It's gone. And and I understand yeah. some, some symbols are much more inflammatory to certain groups than others. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying not to be judgy here. I'm trying to talk with a, a you know, kind of, kind of a neutral, um, but yeah, it's, it, it does. It's, I mean, I, you know, I guess I wouldn't want to go to Anthony Wayne High School knowing what I know, you know, but I, I may not have a choice either, right? But um, there, it, I don't know that it serves a long, like, it's it, it, a feel-good thing, but does it serve a long-term interest? Is it really making a difference in in the in the problems? And I don't know the answer, and I guess we, you know, that we'd have to ask other people that it, look at it from a yeah. – a, perspective than we do to know that but it seems like we could expend the energy not saying not do it but it just seems like the energy would be spent working on more serious underlying issues rather than kind of to your point tit for tat pulling down symbols you know i mean i do i do think you know living living here in the deep south right um i do i do believe that any um confederate statues or uh, entities named after, you know, Robert E. Lee, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, need that there's reckonings that that have needed to happen with that. There's actions that have needed to be taken. There are still a number of those remnants still. You know, I'm I'm half a mile from Lee Drive. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> personally, right now. Right. Um, but you know, so we went through a um, protracted 
battle to rename one of our high schools. The, the first go-round was probably about five years ago, and it had been raised for years. And then finally mm-hmm. it got in front of the school board about five years ago and to rename Robert E. Lee High School, which is a magnet school in, in town. Rename mm-hmm. Robert E. Lee High School. Um, and it was a massive fight, and it was renamed then to Lee High School. That's okay. a compromise, but it's still so referenced. They, neut- they neutralized Robert e. Lee. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and so then last year it went up again, and it will be renamed again. Name to be determined yet, but it will be renamed, and they're taking the Lee totally off. But when it was still Robert E. Lee, up till five years ago, the you know it was the generals. It was the mascot. The logos were like the Confederate flag mm-hmm. and and things of that nature. So, you know, some of those things that doesn't that that doesn't need so, to go. Because so that's like the population a heavily, of that Yeah. That's a heavily that that heavily it's a heavy handed message, I guess. You know, yes. I mean from what yes. it for what it celebrates, the the bad the terrible actions that it represents behind the behind yes. the, the door. Um the the other thing that uh, we have about 13 minutes, so we're almost half, more than halfway done already. Uh, <laughs> who do, who know? Um, the other thing was there have been a – we talked about this with Jake Coons. There was a bit of fallout in the first week after the giant uh, raid on the Capitol, and they've yep. been, you know, the FBI and all the other alphabet agencies have continued to investigate, and they're, they're uh, continue to charge people and uh, arrest them. And, uh, and we've seen you know a number of issues where CEOs and HR people and military officers and uh, yep. gold gold medal winning Olympic athletes have yep. have you know lost a lot. And then just yesterday, I mean, I saw it yesterday. Maybe it happened earlier. Guy in uh, Arizona, I think. No, yeah, I guess it was Arizona. Anyway, some state that he posted a, a whole bunch of stuff related to QAnon as if on behalf of the Arizona state. Republican Party website. Yes, yes, I saw that. And then he tried to, he was trying to explain why QAnon wasn't all wacky. And then, and then he realized that's probably going to get me in trouble and deleted it. And then they fired him. Pulled, you know? yeah. So it's, I mean, there's still this big urge for people to like share these messages out, you know, and it, it despite the, the pushback and the reaction and the backlash, we're still having that fight in the workplace and externally. Mm-hmm. And do mm-hmm. you see it? it it's just, is it going to just keep getting worse? I don't know that it will. I don't know that it will. Uh, I don't know that it will grow anymore in terms of sucking more people in. I think we've mm-hmm. passed the point of sort of growing the ranks of people that have these beliefs or ascribe to, um, you know, frazzle drip and these other conspiracy theories. But um, I think those that are fervent believers in whether they be conspiracy theories, whether they be that, you know, the election was raided, whether they believe, you know, the patriots were right in storming the Capitol, those people, are dig- I think, will continue to – they're going to exist. They're going to dig in their heels. Um, and I think, you know, um, do pose a threat. DHS, um, or uh, you know, came out yesterday mm-hmm. with, um, you know, an in, a, a terrorist warning, basically, for the country. Mm-hmm. From, and uh, that's the first time that that's really been elevated. So there are there are things on the radar. I think we have to be aware of it. Um, I think people will. Some people will go. Uh, probably will go underground again. Maybe mm-hmm. some won't. 
some will go underground with their beliefs and and uh we do, we won't see them as much um publicly as as we did kind of in the ramp up to the election and then in that period between election day and inauguration day but um it's not going to go away the uh, uh i'm going to get his name wrong in fact i think i'm not going to use his name couple couple ceos one the my pillow guy he was canceled yeah. only by twitter yeah yesterday yeah. and so of course uh you know he's he's offended uh dominion voting machines are suing Rudy Giuliani and yep. all these uh, Sidney Powell uh, for $1.3 billion each because of damages. And they said they had occurred $500 billion of net loss because of their yep. the campaign. And then um, the Goya guy, uh, he was yep. censored by his own board. By his own board. Yeah. Which is pretty incredible, actually. I, yeah. I mean, it's a family. Like, I don't know what the structure is now, but Goya it was like at one point a family-owned business, you know. And yeah. Def- and so they they basically told them, you know, we're taking politics out of the board. And and then on top of that, I saw somewhere where some CEO group said we don't want it to happen, but it's 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 being forced on us. We have to bring politics into the boardroom. And so I don't know exactly yeah. what what that means, but it seems to me like you know, it's some hard decisions at the corporate level about how you spend your money and who you, who you suck up to as a politician yeah. and a bunch of other things. So I was curious what your thoughts are in the, from the workplace perspective. Okay. Well, you know, you know what I often think of, um, and it, I, I look back quite often to the time when I worked uh, seven years, I worked at, for the lottery. And mm-hmm. so we were not a state agency. We were a standalone corporation, but we were a, uh, uh, I'll just kind of describe it as kind of a division of the state, right? Any money that we made went went to the state. Um, so right. we fell under some state guidelines around ethics and things of that nature. Um, and so one of the rules that we had to abide by, that all state, all Louisiana state employees have to abide by, is you if you're a state employee, and it applied to the lottery employees as well, is you cannot take political sides in anything. You could not donate to a campaign. You, I could not go to if my, you know, um, you know, state representative was having a, a barbecue. I could not go to that. Um, you, you had to be very neutral. You couldn't do anything publicly, to the point where um, I had an employee once who, who posted something, um, on Facebook, I think it was, and. Um, you know, kind of not 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 heated or anything, but was just very, oh, I support, you know, Suzy Q running for whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody saw it, mentioned it to me, and so I went and talked to the employee. You know, there was no, like, not a sanction or anything like that, but it's like, okay, here's your verbal warning. Take that down. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, I didn't, e-, you know, and he was very apologetic. Oh, I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to be very neutral. Um, a part of it, I didn't like it because I wanted to like, I wanted to put like a campaign sign in my yard or something and I yeah. couldn't, <laughs> but in terms of within the operations of the organization, you know, you just, you, you never talked about politics right? because you really couldn't wear that stuff on your sleeve anyway. Well, it's interesting because the federal government, and I was a letter carrier for the U.S. Postal Service, which, like your lottery, wasn't actually a government organization. It was a quasi-private mm-hmm. business. Yep. 
pays for itself as it goes sometimes anyway. Yep. Um, they have the Hatch Act, but it applied to the Postal Service as well as federal employees in the federal government that they couldn't yep. do certain, participate in certain activities related to campaigns, Simil- you know, different, different coverage, mm-hmm. different requirements, but a similar thought. Um, and that, that was violated like repeatedly over the last couple of years by, yes. you know, government employees in, in the Congress and the Senate in and the White House everywhere. Might as well not even exist. But, but, th- so those, but those are both uh, public sector where the rules are a bit different, yeah. right? And, and in yeah. private sector, you know, they're like, so one thing is you know, everybody cites immediately First Amendment, right? Free speech, which applies, you know, against the government, but doesn't apply in your yeah. workplace. So that one goes yeah. out the window. The second one is, well, I was there on my own time, you know, at the insurrection, and I didn't go into the Capitol, but I took selfies yeah. of myself, and I put a film out that said I'm storming the Capitol, and I was yeah. joking. Or that. <clears throat> private sector have a lot more – well, I, I don't know if they have a lot more to lose. Their brands may be damaged more differently than the way the government would, and the employees yeah. become a, a liability in, in some cases anyway that, you know, will, will – be kind of cancerous inside the organization and so they're whether it's whether they want to or not they have to kind of stifle that kind of speech Um, and and it's you know it's 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 gonna that i think is going to continue to be where the rub is for people because we we're so Mm -hmm. used to being able to say anything we want just like you and i are now anything we want Mm -hmm. anytime we want and it's hard to remember in the social media era where that you you know you still have some boundaries sometimes and the real world Mm -hmm. boundaries are different than here um I don't know. Um, yeah, so yeah. like they, they didn't fire the Goya guy and the, the My Pillow guy. I guess he owns the company, but he's he's lost like contracts with Macy's and Target, and I, I don't know who. Else. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, that's just crazy. But anyway, I don't know that there's yeah. any single thing you can point to. I mean, you know, I guess yeah. I it, I, I wonder if it's almost to the point where you start start have to list in like guidelines for expected behaviors, you know, external to the workplace as a job mm-hmm. in the job description, which mm. seems insane mm-hmm. to me, but how else do you tell people what you expect? But I think that, I, I think most organizations already do that. Most of, yeah. I would think that, you know, most of the organizations that had to um, take some sort of action or response against an employee, for example, that went to the insurrection, right. um, they, they had rules of conduct probably already in place that spoke to like, you know, our reputation in the market, um, you know, right. Stuff like that. Right. Pretty common. Well, but, but but I think, no, no, because if you have, if you have a, if you have, you know, sort of this code of conduct and um, if you have a policy that says, you know, if, if you, if you participate in something that, reflects poorly on the organization that's a reason for being mm. terminated you, you know you've got you've probably got a policy like that already um i think the the rub yes it's external certainly more so now but i you know i think back to the 2016 election when 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 emotions were really high then too and i had employees i was at the casino at the time i had employees that that got into it i had one one altercation, if you will. I had a uh, someone who had voted for Hillary and somebody who had voted for Trump, and it was post-election. 
They were out on the gaming floor doing their jobs in different departments, and they somehow, you know, managed to like be hanging out, hanging out on on the floor together, and got into a conversation about the recent election. And the Trump supporter screamed at the Hillary supporter, who screamed back at the Trump supporter, and they just escalated, escalated. And so the manager. Uh, the, the the casino shift manager separated them. Luckily, he was there. Separated them. Took them off the floor. Um, called me. I went over. We had a little chat. You know, it's not saying you can't have your opinions. And if you want to have that conversation with each other, you know, do it in the break room. You know, and if you get into into it with each other in the break room, we still might have a conversation. But right. for God's sakes, don't do it out in public now. Right. You know, we didn't take any action beyond that, you know, sort of counseling conversation with them. But um, it's that it's that that rubbing against each other in the workplace. Yeah. Having having listened to what you said, I do agree with you that a lot of companies do have things in place. It just seems like the boundaries are being pushed and it, it seems like it's more yeah. dangerous. It's an upper level executive, you know, anyway, yeah. we're not, we're not going to solve it. It's just an interesting dilemma that will continue to hang around for a while. I'm sure. And we're down to the last minute. So <laughs> that went by fast. I, uh, I don't know who our, when our next show will be. I'm glad I had a chance to talk to you today and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. So have a great afternoon. Robin. All right. Great have afternoon. Fun. Great to chat. Bye, everybody. Oh, come on.